The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. I have an amazing survival story to tell you about. It started nearly two years ago when uh, Edmonton police were tracking five suspects following a, a home invasion. Two men had been kidnapped at gunpoint over drugs, and then the suspects drove away in two stolen vehicles and met up at Manning Drive and 18th Street. Our next guest was coming home from the gym. He was in his vehicle waiting to turn left when one of the suspects shot him in the head. Hours later, his parents got a knock on the door and police told them they didn't believe their son was going to make it. But he did. And that innocent bystander, Herman Koo, and his dad, Simon, join us in studio this afternoon. Welcome and and thank you for taking the time. Yeah. Very quiet. Uh, yeah, <laughs> well, thank you for allowing us to be here to to talk about uh, our ex- our. Uh, our experience yeah well and your son's amazing recovery yes. uh, Herman let's uh, you know I want to start with you you don't remember anything of that night do you no. nothing no I'm gonna get you a little closer to the mic you don't remember anything no dad what do you remember of that night um, still a nightmare for, for me uh, the, 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 the couple of things I really still a nightmare and still remember the police lock on the door first the door barking was barking like crazy mm. and then uh, and then I found out two police officers were at our door and I was really I don't know surprised or maybe even afraid because the police was at my door and I, I was thinking what did I do wrong right and then they told me my son, well, they told me my, the name of my son, and I said, he's my son, and then and he, they said, they said he's not gonna, they don't think, he, they didn't think he's gonna make it, so they wanted to take me right to the hospital. That, I, I, I can't even imagine uh, what that would have been like, devastating, terrifying. Yeah, that that is so terrifying, and we we didn't know what to do. Me and my wife, and they took us in, basically hand in hand to, because we just lost our consciousness, um, we just lost. So you went to the hospital. Uh, yes. And when you walk in, you see your son hooked up to life support. Yeah, he was hooked up to. He was basically motionless, and 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 um, with all kind of tubes and machine hooked on to him and uh, and we just had a, a, maybe a few seconds looking at him and then the doctor set us aside and told us that uh, he told us that he did not think my son was going to make it so he asked us to to calm down and be prepared and to prepare and so you were thinking okay what's next and that what next would have been a funeral saying goodbye to your son yeah, for for the next uh, seven to ten days, he was on a full life support, basically emotionless. And me and my wife uh, was on his side, on the best side, calling his name. I'm sure just like what people saw on the TV. Yeah. And calling his name and sometimes sing a song, <laughs> uh, hoping he would wake up. Sometimes we find sign, maybe maybe it was just our imagination. We thought he was bringing his eyes, and we just wanted his, his side to sing something. Simon, what song were you singing to him? 
he, when he was young, we used to, to sing uh, uh, the same song again and again for him, for, for us, and my, my dear son to sleep. Three Little Pigs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so Three Little Pigs. And I talk, I talk him the same story, Three Little Pigs. Three Little Pigs. Yeah. And so, yeah, Herman, when, you're, when you hear your dad talk about that time that you don't remember, what goes through your mind? I don't know, like... Thanks. Yeah. So 10, 11, 12 days, um, you, you, were, you regained consciousness, yeah. but you didn't know how to speak. You know. You didn't know how to walk. I was in their wheelchair for like six weeks. For six weeks. Yeah. And um, when you were released from intensive care, they told you that you likely wouldn't walk again or talk again yeah. or speak again. Yeah. And you s- said in your head, I'm going to do this. Yeah. So you've gone through, Simon, you've gone through the hell of getting the police officers knocking at your door, being there watching your son through all of that, and then being told, well, he's, he's regained consciousness. Well, he, he, after about a couple of weeks at, um, in the ICU, he, I, don't, I, couldn't, I, I'm not even too, I wasn't too sure that he actually regained consciousness. He just he started to bring his eyes and just, just kind of look, but uh, he paralyzed. He yeah. actually was still paralyzed for a few weeks, actually, for, for two, two, three months, actually, paralyzed for two, three. He couldn't speak. He, um, when he was discharged from the ICU to move down to the intensive uh, observation unit, the doctor set us aside again and he told us another devastating story. He told us that he, 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 he suspect or he, he would prognosis he would never be able to walk, eat, drink, um, do anything. Uh, kind of like a vegetable, if I put it that way, and and we, because we are senior citizens, so it it's even make it things ter- even harder. We, we, yeah, harder. We we don't know we, at the time we thought what I'm going to do because you know someday we will be gone sooner because we are senior citizen. What what am I going to do with my son? Who is going to take care yeah, of your son? Who's going to take care of my son? Uh, Herman, the the bullet is still. It's still in the forehead. And they they couldn't remove no. it. They didn't want to remove no. it in case of damage to yes. your brain. So, when you realized that you were going to have to walk again and and talk again, I think you went to the Glen Rose. Yeah. What was that process like? Uh, it's hard. But I want to regain my talking, my walking, all the activities that I used to do. What was the first word that you said again? Do you remember? No. No. Do you remember, Dad? Um... It, 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 it was it, it was not a nice word. Okay. <laughs> to be honest, it was a four-letter word start with F. <laughs> and, and the funny thing with that is that because he, it was like six weeks into it, I guess, when he started 
he couldn't say anything. And then, and then, and also the the nurses and the NP, the nurse, the nurse professional was right there, and he he just say, we heard him say that. The, the so the the, word, the, word, the F word, yeah, yeah, okay. And then okay. and then the, the, the then I say I'm sorry yeah. <laughs> uh, and to to the to the to the other people, the nurses and, and the doctor. They they said nothing to it. You know, they, most patients, the first thing they said was this. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why. So how long did it take you to um, get to the point that you are now, um, oh. speech wise? Many months. Many months. Like it, it's still ongoing. Yeah, so you're still working yeah. on it. it. Must have been frustrating at times. Uh, yeah, little frustrating, but uh, I keep on going. Before this happened, you were working. Yeah. What did you do? Oh, uh, I was working as a control room operator at the uh, Penmana Pipelines. So you had worked up north in Fort McMurray yes. and then came down here. You've been working for quite some time. Well, yeah, since 2005. 2005. So you started to speak again. Then you had to learn how to walk again. Yes. Joining me in studio this afternoon is Herman Koo and his dad, Simon. If you're just tuning in, um, Herman was an innocent bystander who um, was shot in the head uh, almost two years ago. Uh, involved some suspects, a kidnapping, and stolen cars. But he was just coming home from the gym one afternoon, coming home from the gym and um, was shot in the head and uh, was told, well, when the police showed up at his parents' house was that they didn't think he was going to survive. And then when they arrived at the hospital, told his parents to start making plans for what was going to come next and believe that that was going to be a funeral. But here we are almost two years later, and Herman is talking, and he's walking, and he's eating after being told, even after he came out of his coma, that that likely wasn't going to happen. But it's been a lot of hard work. Um, after being released from intensive care a month and a half, the Royal Alex before heading to the Glen Rose for four and a half months and then spent nine months at the Pinoca Brain Injury Centre and now back at the Royal Alex as an outpatient. Herman, learning how to speak again, how that, that, that must have been incredibly challenging. You, your dad said it was, you were right back at almost yeah. like a, a toddler level. Oh, yeah. I was really reading children's books. Reading children's books. Like Bernstein Bears. <laughs> Bernstein Bears. <laughs> yes. yes. <laughs> and, and uh, but it, it's continued on and, and learning to speak and using yeah. the words. And now you're telling me that you have, how many speeches are, what are you doing? Uh, four speeches. Two at the U of A and two at the Glen Rose. And it doesn't, it doesn't stop. Your learning right now does not stop. I want to go again. You want to go again. Yeah. Um, so you had to learn how to walk again. Yeah. Tell us about that. It was uh, difficult at first, but I kept on going. So I w want to walk like two hours a day, and they put me back in the wheelchair, and then I slowly... I get uh, like after months of uh, walking, 
I could uh, walk uh, like pretty much full time. Okay. But uh, when I was in the Hopper Johnson, I still like like um, wheelchair, but I couldn't walk. Uh, I could walk, but I get tired a lot so you needed to take a rest um simon you were telling me that when he was learning to walk again and get moving he just he wouldn't stop he just wanted to keep going yeah when he 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 he, he's just he's just very persistent (laughs) and uh, never give up and always one at the time he always wanted to do something that he 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 couldn't. He, he wasn't going to do. I mean, he, he was he was patient, like basically paralyzed patient in the bed, and he wanted to wake up. He wanted to try to walk. He <laughs> wanted to get off the bed by himself, and but then the nurses were was were afraid that he's going to fall down. He, we have to tie him up <laughs> to prevent him to to try all the things that he, he he they think that he may not be ready to to do at the time obviously he he yeah. was ready but that persistence was needed in this case wasn't yeah, it yeah, the persistence yeah um herman do you ever think about the person that did this to you yes not so much at first i think about him a lot but now you got better things to work on yeah. don't you what's next for you going to class and going back to work eventually that's that's the dream at this point yeah. going back to work Simon when you look at when you look at uh, your son yeah what do you what do you see what do you what do you feel I mean this this has been absolutely incredible yeah it's um, I, I I was surprised to see my son different different than than I, I than he was before the accident um, before the accident, I guess maybe I was with him day in, day out, and just a normal child or, or, or normal man, grew up man. But but then since the the accidents, I saw him trying his courage, his optimistic, especially very optimistic. He's not feel sad, even though the bullet still in his head and the fragment. We still have to. He has, still has to go to the CT and all the examination. But he he's, he's so optimistic. He's persistent. His courage, he, su- he surprised me. He surprised you. Did you surprise yourself? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what have you learned about yourself? Or learned to I have persistent and courage to get through all this. Well, I think that um, you've also just taught all of my listeners as well a wonderful <laughs> lesson, both of you, about strength and courage and persistence and and moving forward instead of looking back. Because yes. I think a lot of us tend to look back a lot and we can get caught up in oh, that. Yeah. Uh, Herman, uh, all the best as yeah. you continue to get better and better. Yeah. I hope that you're back at work sooner rather yeah. than later. Uh, Simon, yes? Can I say a couple words? Absolutely. Yeah, I don't want to take this opportunity. Uh, yeah, Herman tried very hard himself, but without the support from all the health process, professionals, the doctors, the nurses, the therapists, uh, his, his co-worker at the permanent control really gave him support to friends. Um, when he was at the uh, Royal Alex and then and then um, 
Grand Rose Hos- uh, Rehab Hospital and uh, Ponoka and, and the Quebec Clinic at the U of A. All these people, they are so wonderful. They're wonderful people and wonderful friends. Uh, uh, I, I just don't know how to put the, the word in thank you to, to all these people that support us. Without these people, he would not be successful. Couldn't have done it by by himself. Oh, by yeah, he couldn't done it by himself. They, I, I said the other day, a couple of days ago, these people, they are some of the best people on earth. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you very much. You just said it for you. Just yeah, said no, it, I Simon. Like they say, thank you. Well, thank you um, as well, Herman and Simon, for sharing your story. And again, all the best as you move forward. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.